back to Up to Date with Kate, the podcast. So as you may know, this season, season three, I am highlighting women, business owners, entrepreneurs, just like boss babes in general, who I think are pretty awesome. So today we have Lindsay Mueller and I just think she's so cool. Like I have followed along on her Instagram And I feel like no matter what she's doing, I can pull up something and be like, okay, she's cool. Like she's always doing something interesting. And so I wanted her to come on this podcast. So Lindsay, first, tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you work, where you live, your hobbies, your major, whatever you want to share. Okay. Well, thank you. You're so sweet for saying that. And honestly, I feel the same way. You're like the woman who has all the trades does all that stuff but yeah so um first of all I'm a student I'm currently in my last year at West Virginia University and I'm a wildlife and fisheries major so that's one thing about me is I am a big natural resources person um I love wildlife I love outdoors Um, I try to live extremely naturally. That's one of my hobbies, holistic health, things like that. Um, That's a big part of like me and how I try to eat and the thing, the products that I use, things like that. We Um, actually um, have a guest on this podcast and she is a chiropractor and she's like talks about holistic health too. So that's exciting. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, that's so cool. That's see, that's too like I love I try to balance my hormones and things like that as natural as possible, just because I feel like it's the best way. But anyways, yeah, before I get off on that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's definitely a passion of mine. But also I love, love, love pre loved pre worn vintage clothing. Yes. And so yeah, that um, since I was young, I think it was probably from being like, involved in rock and roll and old t-shirts that were my dad's and just thinking that was so cool because I'm like oh my gosh like I'm gonna wear my dad's t-shirt like he has this big Aerosmith shirt or he has this big Led Zeppelin shirt like that's so cool you know and so I grew up like loving to dig through his old things and like his old records and I remember one day my aunt Yvonne she brought me a big tote of her old vinyls from the 80s and from the 70s and I was like what is this stuff like I have to get a record player like I have to know and I think that's what kind of started me into that kind of culture yeah I was extremely interested in it like I felt like I really related to it like I I sort of aligned with it and so that was when I was 16 and I kind of just I was like okay like this is me I feel like you have always like given me that vibe slash I've always like loved how you've dressed and stuff so thank you yeah I was definitely young and you know how it is in at that age you're kind of like trying to figure out exactly who you are what you're you know what you want to wear how you want to come off or like how you're happiest within yourself and I kind of realized I feel like I just found that out like uh, (laughs) (laughs) no that's so true that's a big thing too is like you're trying to figure out am I happy like with who I am to myself or like how other people perceive me I love yeah and so that was definitely my thing like I feel like me getting into all that stuff it wasn't extremely popular at that time especially I was gonna say I feel like it's more popular now but even at the time like I feel like you were one of the first people I saw like 
do that like this kind of thing yeah so I mean honestly it was kind of hard which I've been I'm pretty headstrong person I'm like okay like if I like it you know who cares if anybody else does because I feel like that's how everyone should be but Yeah. yeah so I started in that and I was like, this is really like, I like how I am in these clothes. I love this music. Like it makes me happy, makes me feel good. And so kind of everything that I was getting myself into, like books, movies, then the clothing, it was all related to that rock, the seventies, eighties era. And I'm like, I love these clothes so much. Like it was beginning to be my own hobby, digging through thrift stores, estate sales, things like that. And um, I love Instagram. So I've always been on that following all kinds of different vintage pages and things like that. And I was like, maybe I could do this for myself, you know, like yes. maybe I can turn my passion into, you know, a job or like at least yeah. make money off of it. And, and so like, that's what it's all about. Right. Like whenever this is like so funny, I don't think I've told this story on like a public platform, but, um, I, you know, I've always loved photography. Did I ever think that I was going to be a full-time photographer? Like, no way. Like, uh, obviously it was a peak and a dream of mine, but like, who would want to book me, you know? And (laughs) I didn't even on my, I make vision boards every year. On my 2020 vision board, I made it December, 2019. I didn't even have photography on it. Like I was oh a photographer God. at the time. Like, I've been, been I've been a photographer since 2018, but I like didn't have it on there because I thought it's just like, oh, this little side thing. And flash forward to 2021, I literally quit my job to be a full-time photographer. So like you never know how, and like you said, like this hobby, this thing that you love became something that you could like monetize and like. I just think that's amazing because who doesn't want to spend their time like working towards something that they love? So, so anyway, sorry, continue. No, it was okay. Like, I want to go off what you said too, because what I always say is I would rather have a job that makes me extremely happy and that I love to wake up and go to and work for every single day than one that makes me miserable and makes me want money. And that's something that I struggle with. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. No, I just said 100% and like, I have other things that I can be doing like, and making more money, like 100%. Like I have bachelor's degree things that I could do. I have half of my master's degree that I could finish. I have my real estate license. Like I have so many things that I could do. And people are like, why don't you just do that? You could make so much money. And I'm like, you're missing the point. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. I just quit my job so that I could be happy and have freedom and travel the world. So it's like, yeah, there's other things that I could be doing to make more money, but like, I'm just doing me right now. So yeah, exactly. Like it's time for women, especially to make themselves their number one priority. Freaking preach. I love that. Like, That is something that I'm really driven about. I think a lot of times, like, we're expected to do what's, like, more financially Mm -hmm. or, like, security reasons. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, the more uh, practical route, things like that. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, men, there's nothing wrong if they want to start this little thing on the side or, you know, nobody thinks to give them, like, any support, anything like that. 
And that's something that I struggled with and why I waited so long, because this has been something that I've been thinking about. I was going to actually ask you that. Like, so what took you so long to like dive in? Yeah. So actually, um, I can thank my boyfriend for a lot of support on this because I wanted to do it for a while and he was so supportive. He's like, you need to, you, you're great at it. Every time we go somewhere, I can always, I'm really good at just picking and finding the best deals and the rare clothing, things like that. And I was just honestly nervous because, you know, as a full-time student with a full-time job, you know how it is. Like you don't have a lot of time, you don't have the, like, I didn't have a whole lot of money to invest in it the way that I wanted to. But I was like, you know what, like I'm wasting so much time just like sitting and wondering like how great this opportunity could be or how great this new journey for me would be. And like, I should just go ahead and just dive right in. Yes, I love that. I just feel like if you're meant to do something, if you just put your feet in first, like if it's meant to be, it'll just carry you on. Yes. And there, oh my gosh, I have so much to say. I knew this was a conversation. <laughs> first of all, I totally agree with that. And like the thing that I see a lot, because I do talk to a lot of women about starting businesses and things like that. And everyone is always like, I'm just waiting for the perfect time. Well, newsflash, there's never going to be a perfect time. Like you're yeah. not going to have all of your ducks in a row because that's just life. Like, yeah, exactly. how awesome you are, like you're never going to have it all together. And like people will say stuff to me all the time. Like, I don't know how you do it all. And I'm like, I don't either. I just do things. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have like, you know, I do have plans, but like, it's almost like, I don't know if they're going to work out or not either. I just try. Yeah. And hope for the best. And a lot of things have worked out good that way. And also about what you were saying about money and like taking the like safe route and stuff. Like we're in our twenties. Like we are literally like in the prime of our lives. Like you can make money your whole life, like doing things. You can always make more money, but you can never make more time. Like we're, I think about this all the time because I'm turning 26 this year. So I'm on the slope towards the, (laughs) (laughs) and I always think about like, I'm only getting older. Like I want to do the things while I'm young. Like it, and I know it's silly, but I thought about this when I was in Hawaii last week, I literally jumped off a waterfall and I think it was equivalent to three stories. Um, Mm -hmm. and I literally was like, about to have a heart attack and that's what I told myself before I was about to jump I was like I'm only getting older if I'm ever in Hawaii again I will probably be in my 30s and like I just should do this now while I'm young yeah (laughs) totally that is like my driving factor is like I'm only getting older let's do it all while we're young (laughs) and fun and also about your boyfriend I feel the same way about my husband like if y'all don't have supportive significant others like my husband at this point I mean we've been together six years so he knows how I am and all of my crazy ideas like I'll just walk in and be like um and he's like what did you do now <laughs> and I'm like well <laughs> so and he like definitely supports me and that makes it a lot easier because I think it would be super hard. Like, I can't imagine not having his support, you know, especially because I feel like everything I do is kind of crazy and not traditional. And so, like, for him to be able to support me in that way and, like, even encourage me to quit my job, like, this whole, I really didn't have to work last year as a teacher. I just did. Um, 
And so like, when it was finally time to quit my job, I was talking to my husband about it, obviously. And he was like, well, I think you should have quit last year. And I was like, well, heck, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So I always think that is super nice to just have that support and like somebody on your side. Um, Yeah. That's the kind of person that everybody needs in their life. Yes. Especially like, wait, do you know your Enneagram number? Have we talked about this? I don't know. I think I'm ENFP. I don't know if that's like related. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just curious, but I'm an Enneagram seven, and like it's typical for sevens to have like ten thousand interests, so it like makes so much sense. Um. Okay, so now that we've talked about that a little bit, tell us about your business and like what you sell, where you sell it, where can someone buy it? Like, give us all the details. Like, how do you run your business? Okay, I will give you the rundown. So um, the name of my business is For the Roses Vintage. Um, It was actually named after a Joni Mitchell song because I'm obsessed with her. She is a style icon for me. (laughs) So I was like, and honestly, I had trouble naming it, you know, because it's such a big deal to me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I know all these songs. I know all these cool things like these women and these style icons. But yeah, I chose her. And um, right now I'm just running the business out of my Instagram page. Um, so you can find that it's just for the roses dot VTG. Um, but I sell all kinds of different things. I'm just, I've, it just kind of started up, you know, so I hope to expand it later. Oh. Right now I have a lot of band t-shirts, denim, uh, denim jackets. I sell vinyl records, things like that. Um, but yeah, I have a, a couple jewelry things, some accessories like hats, belts, things like that. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I hope to expand it, but so far so good and I'm really enjoying it and I've already met so many awesome people through it, which is so cool, you know, because you don't think about that really when you start up how many different people, different paths, different things like that, that you're gonna, you know, come across. Yeah. That's me with this podcast. Like one of the reasons I love doing this podcast so much is because I just get to talk to so many cool people and like hear maybe there's perspective on things that you might not see on like Instagram or something because even me like I'm a pretty open book on Instagram but like you can only say so much you know what I mean like right like typing it like I'm more of a talker than like a topper so like when I get started talking like I will spill the tea (laughs) (laughs) when I'm talking versus you know I'm more not not open but it's just like what do you say like me in Hawaii like you know it's like not that deep I guess as like talking about things with people yeah Um, I think it's definitely more open-ended to conversation over any social media thing for sure um okay so here's what I want to talk about (laughs) I want to talk about you plus wolves. Like, okay, this is where I want to go next. Okay, I love this question because I get it a lot. Yeah, you know something. Also, yeah, like preface this. She has tell us about your tattoo. Like, just tell us everything. Like, we just want to know. <laughs> okay. 
So that whole, okay, like I said, I'm a wildlife and fisheries major. I've always had an interest in wildlife, nature, outdoor, natural resources, environment, things like that. Um, Probably because I grew up watching so much Animal Planet with my grandma. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so I mean, you know how it is. You think dogs are cute. So I've always thought like big, big animals are cute, things like that. Well, it wasn't until the same time that I was getting into the rock music, that whole era, that attitude, that life. Um, I came across this book. Um, it's called Women Who Run With the Wolves. And any woman who has not read this book, even if you don't like wolves, even if you don't like to read, you need to read this book. Oh my gosh, I'm writing it down. Yes, I, I'm telling you, it's by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. I think it's how you say her name. And it's basically about um, comparing women and the wild woman archetype to wolves. And, you know, like I said, at this time, like I totally was like, I wasn't obsessed with wolves yet. You know, I just read this book. Like, I was like, this is cool. Like, you know, I read the back, read about the author. I was like, I think I really like this. And I'm telling you at 16 years old, it changed my life. It literally changed my life. Yeah. It was like, um, I don't want to tell any details about it, but really it's just like, she's a storyteller. She's from, she has a huge background of um, a bunch of Native American culture, Spanish culture, things like that. But she's also um, a psychologist and she makes a lot of comparisons between the two. And I think it was just so empowering because, you know, I was young, I was dealing with different sexism issues things like that you know that just the normal that like women face you know when you're growing up that age and it really 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 lifted my spirit and I was like I have not really paid attention to these animals and so I started reading more about them getting more books diving deeper into that whole comparison and honestly I just fell in love I felt like this insane deep connection to them I love it I'm like extremely, I'm an extremely like empathetic and spiritual person anyways. And so I just felt like something so strong when I finished that book. And by the way, now the pages are falling out of it because how much I've read it. (laughs) I've read it like 20 times. (laughs) But yeah, it's like my little, it's my woman Bible. You know, I just open it and highlight it and make notes, but yeah so after that um I started reading more about them studying more about them um I would watch different movies documentaries I was trying to get familiar with you know their conservation status their numbers their data different things like that and I was like well you know now at this point I'm in college I love them I love Native American culture I love the spirit behind it the different things like that I was like why don't I just, you know, make this my job. Like, why don't I try to go to school for this? And so that's what I decided. You know, I picked my major and I picked an emphasis in wildlife. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, I have to work with him. And like I said before, you know, like, I don't want a job that I wake up and I don't look forward to, you know, going to do it. And I was like, I really think this is a way that I would genuinely be happy. You know, like I would feel connected to my work, feel like I was making a difference, you know, making people happy, the animals happy, like just really doing something with my life. 
And, you know, last year, I think, was the first time that I actually got to see one in person. Yes. I mean, I've seen your <laughs> Super cool. Tell us, like, about that experience. So, we decided to go out west for a little Christmas trip. And I have always wanted to go to Colorado because that's, I haven't mentioned this yet, but that's like a huge drive in like all of my interests and hobbies too, is I've always wanted to live out there because I love mountains and I love the scenery. I love the environment, atmosphere, things like that. And so since I always wanted to go out there, I was like, why don't I just use this as an opportunity, you know, to go see, you know, this amazing creature that I've always wanted to. And so um, I called a couple places and actually found the Colorado Wolf and Wildlife Center. It's in Divide. And um, we worked it out to where I could do a VIP encounter with them. And, you know, I explained to them, like, I'm obsessed with them. You know, this is my major, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, sure, you can come, you and your boyfriend bro- both. And, you know, we'll take photos. We'll tell you, talk to you, explain animal situations, yeah. their conservation, you know, characteristics, their stories, things like that. And so, yeah, so we booked it and we got to go. And as soon as I stepped foot there, I was like, I would literally die to be able to work here. I just like, I was like, I am so obsessed with this place. I could not stop smiling. (laughs) It was so awesome. And honestly, it was in December in Colorado. So it was like negative 17 degrees. (laughs) And I was so cold. When I went to Colorado, I went in December too. So I feel that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, everybody's like, yeah, you better have snow tires and stuff because there's like 20 feet of snow. But (laughs) yeah, it was so funny because I was just so excited to be there. I didn't even feel cold. Like we were sitting in the wet snow with him and I was like, I can't even tell. Like I'm just Okay. This is unrelated, but this also happened to me. So I got married in December. Um, I literally got married on the winter solstice, fun fact. Um get like a darkest day of the year. And I was in a wedding dress, like did not have sleeves, just a normal, it like had straps. I felt no pain. Like I was not cold. I like we were oh taking pictures outside and my brothers are like, I'm freezing. And I was like, I feel nothing. <laughs> Just because like my emotions were so like amped up. You know, it's like it's my wedding day. So like yeah. I'm already like it's crazy. you're just strung out on adrenaline like yeah <laughs> I understand. Not, I felt no cold. I was just like, what do you mean? It's not cold. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> so okay I love where this is going so I think I kind of know where this is going because we've talked a little bit about it so what are you doing now so like (laughs) you love the wolf you have this awesome experience and you're a girl from Kentucky but what happens next okay so um I wish I really had a for sure answer about that that's the big thing with me (laughs) I just kind of wake up and go with it but honestly honestly what I'm doing now so like I said I'm in my last year um I'm living in Kentucky right now I'm doing an internship with the wildlife center here in Lexington just trying to get you know a little bit more background a little bit more experience things like that um I'm gonna finish out my last year of college hopefully lord willing and I um, I feel like you're so much older like I always feel like you're like my age I know. I trust me. I feel old. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been around the blog for a while, but yeah, we still got one more year. Um, 
but actually I think I mentioned this to you before um I am moving to Oregon at the end of this month that is so exciting I've actually (laughs) never been to Oregon so can I like come visit you (laughs) yes please because I'm going by myself you are okay Um, yeah it's just kind of like a it's really random um but I actually got hired with the U.S. Forest Service to go out there and do a research study. Yeah, it's not, um, it's actually just, you know, another natural resource thing with parks, national parks, things like that. So I'm excited about that to do a little study out there in the field. Like all about the experiences, you know, and you're going to be like, you probably are driving distance from like really cool things that you can do on the weekends and like maybe hiking and like all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And, you know, I'm always like, I want to move West. I want to live West. I want to settle out there. And so I'm really excited to go out there and kind of explore like that atmosphere, you know, the way it works out there, different places. So I am excited about that and, you know, all the hikes and stuff that I love to do. And yeah. there's actually a couple, like, wolf sanctuaries I'm going to try to run out there and hey, see. So. I, <laughs> I have recently discovered that I love to hike. And we took a trip out to Arizona and basically hiked all through Arizona. And when I was talking about the, like, you're only getting younger or only getting older thing, I thought about the hike, too. I did this hike and... It's called a Cathedral Rock, and oh God. I, I literally, have you been there? I don't know if you have. No, I think, did you post about it? I yes. think I've seen it, yes. <laughs> yes, so I did this hike, and I kid you not, like, I literally thought I was going to die. Like, this was, like, the most actual scary thing that I've ever done. Like, I was like, if I make it through this, I'll have a really good picture and a really good story to tell because <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to die. And like several times, like my husband could tell I was so scared that he was like, do you want to just go back? And I was like, no, let's just do it. We're here. We don't know when we'll be back. Let's just do it. And I literally got to the top and was like, I made it. And we literally ended up sitting up there for like a whole hour because I was just trying to get the courage to go back down. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. But I do love hiking. That was just an extreme like one. But I do that's love- totally awesome though. <laughs> I mean it goes yeah, right I'm back to I what we were it. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad I did it. Once I got back to the car, I was like, that was awesome. And he was like, okay. <laughs> um, but we're just scared to that. But I was like, yeah, it's awesome now that I'm in the car and I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. Grateful we for the heard, experience. Like, a crazy animal sound. So it was like late in the day and I don't even know what kind of sound it was, but it was like an animal and we could hear it like over the hill. And that's when I was like, okay, I think it's time to go down now. (laughs) (laughs) This is our signal that we have to leave. But yeah. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to touch on, which I did not plan this um, at all. I don't know when this episode is going to come out when the listeners are going to hear this, but I've had like several like vegan and plant-based people on the podcast, like totally unplanned. Maybe cool people are just plant-based. I don't know. But, <laughs> yes. uh, but I just asked the last person this too, because she's vegan. Tell me about your eating, like your food. Like what are you? Okay. So I am, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm plant-based. I'm predominantly plant-based. I cheat a lot though. Like I do the best that I can, if that makes sense. And like, 
a lot of times I'm at weddings and I work 14 hours. So of course I'm going to eat their chicken and mashed potatoes because I'm starving. Yeah, yeah. So, but I try really not to buy a lot of meat for my home. Like I went an entire year without buying meat for my home at all. But I do have a husband and he's like, I want a sandwich. <laughs> so <laughs> I let him buy meat for the house. But yeah, so I try not to eat any at home. Maybe just if I'm out and like in social situations or whatever. So anyways, tell me about your eating beliefs and habits. Okay. See, I'm passionate about this too. Yeah. Um, I just, I've been a vegetarian now for about a year and a half. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm vegan, but I yeah. have, I avoid dairy like almost always, you know, just because I, it's so you, bad for you. My two issues, ice cream and ranch, because <laughs> and hold, I didn't even know that ranch was not vegan. I just found this out. I know that's stupid, um, <laughs> but I was like, wait, what? Ranch is not vegan. <laughs> So I don't oh think I can ever be vegan, but I just because of ranch and ice cream, but I'll cut out like almost everything besides that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really, it's, it's hard to, you know, to completely in, eliminate like all dairy, you know, because yeah. you have, see, I'm a huge sweets person. And so okay. if it has like all kinds of milk in it, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> things <laughs> like that. But yeah, so I, yeah, I haven't ate meat. Um, it's been almost two years. I would say a year and a half. I just, um, it was really easy for me in the beginning because I never really ate it anyways. I think yeah. I, I may have ate like pulled pork a couple of times or maybe like rotisserie chicken, but it was never yeah. consistent. And I took an animal industry class at school and it was really um, eye-opening and like, yeah awakening for me because I, I already knew kind of the things that happen with like the poultry industry and you know yeah. like milk farms different things like that beef farms the beef industry and it just really 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 messed with me I I felt guilty I was like disgusted because you know I am an animal person yeah exactly. and this is nothing you know this is nothing against people who do eat me and I always no, say because I feel the same yeah way. And I just want to say this too, because like my boyfriend, my whole family eats me and I would never say, you know, like you don't need to eat it because, you know, it's just your personal, you know, your own experience, your own beliefs, things like that. But it just wasn't for me. I was like, you know, I, if I can make a difference in how these animals are being treated or even in the environment, because, you know, that the meat industry has like a huge environmental impact and that's something that people don't even know like that it's not even just specifically that it's for the animals it's also for the environment and ourselves like if you want to go down a rabbit hole get on netflix and type in like plant-based documentaries and (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and you know it's honestly not that hard to and that this is what i say too if you're some people are opportunistic yeah you know like you you know you aren't completely meat free but just the fact that you are trying and I even and I still feel like I'm making somewhat of a difference like think about one household not buying meat for like an entire year you know and right. so, like I still feel like I'm making a difference and I'm trying <laughs> if you want to <laughs> join this movement with me I'm trying <laughs> to make meatless Monday a thing 
for people who can't like don't want to become plant-based or vegetarian or vegan but just like cut it out like a one day a week like imagine what would happen if like thousands of people cut out meat just one day a week like even that would make such a big impact so like I yeah. don't think anything is like too small you know what I mean like or it's I agree too less and with the um also I will say like I use a lot of alternatives so like instead people are like do you just eat vegetables is that it I'm like no I eat burgers they're just vegan burgers and then like we eat we have so much chickpea in this house (laughs) it is insane so like I eat chickpea chicken nuggets which feels like I'm eating real chicken nuggets I eat chickpea chicken sandwiches I mean like I eat regular chickpeas in like like with like a rice bowl and stuff so it's not like that you were literally just eating like raw vegetables for every meal like it could still be delicious and like stuff like that yeah I feel like and I say this all the time I feel like I'm eating better not just like nutritionally dense foods but like what's the word like a whole variety and I'm getting so much more out of like just not having like frozen pizza every day you know because that's all I ate before it's just pizza things like that and now it's like I've kind of like developed like a love for cooking now like I used to hate it but now it's so cool because you're like yeah (laughs) so when I started so I started a plant-based wow it's been a little over a year ago now it was at the beginning of quarantine in March and I like before that I never liked to cook whatever and now like I I would say I love to cook I really enjoy it when I'm not busy if that makes sense so it's circumstantial like yeah (laughs) I love it when I'm busy I'm like please just make me something but um when I'm not busy I do love it and I love like finding new recipes and like trying new things so you can like make it fun you know yeah totally yeah okay so the last thing I actually would love to have you on a completely different podcast conversation about natural resources because I'm very into that as well (laughs) (laughs) that's just like a whole another hour though so (laughs) maybe we'll we'll record again like another time but so would you leave us with a tip so one tip for a woman who's wanting to start their own business or chase their dreams like it doesn't even necessarily have to be start their own business like you're chasing your dreams like an inspiration you're moving out west just like you said you always wanted to and like of course that's scary like it's exciting but you know anything like that is going to be scary anything like that's going to be like oh, I don't know if this is the right time or whatever. So what kind of tip do you have for women just about chasing their dreams in general? So, you know, I'm definitely not an expert, you know, and I still struggle sometimes. I still have to give myself pep talks. I still have to say like, come on, like you got it, things like that. But I just, I think it's so important you know, especially for women, if there is something that you have on your heart, if you have a calling, if, you know, there's something inside you that's, you know, an open door to something like a new self-discovery, anything like that. If there's something that you've always wanted to do, I would say without thought, without any excuses, I would just say 100% go do it. Even if you think it's crazy, like, 
even if you think it's ridiculous and people are going to talk and some people are going to be disappointed in you, different things like that. Who cares? Like it is your life. It's time that we take control of our lives, you know, and just go do it. Like that's it. That's all that there is to it. And like I said earlier, if it is meant to be, it will 100,000% work out for you. Yes. And I have two things to say about that. So the first thing that I have to say is I am literally going to read this Facebook post that I just shared today because it was like so in line with what you said. So the Facebook post says this, I don't know who needs to hear this, but people are talking about you, whispering about your new job, questioning whether you can win the, win the race, taking screenshots of your post, downplaying your weight loss, saying you shouldn't have married that man, wondering why you're still with that woman, saying nobody listens to your podcast or wants what you're selling, telling folks you can't afford that new house, car, or baby. Remember Noah, they laughed and talked about him too. God is ordering your steps, not Facebook. Keep building. And yep. I, Amen, sister. <laughs> I just thought that was so good because, you know, of course people are going to have opinions, but everyone's opinion is from the outside looking in. Like people don't know, like you can share a lot on social media, but like people don't know your heart. People don't know this and that and everything in between. And, but God does, and he has a plan for your life. And so you cannot listen to the people on the internet or the negative Nancy's that tell you, yep. like, you know, <laughs> that's not a good idea. Or I don't know if you can pull that off because here's my second point. I 100% and I do this in all aspects of life. I would rather try and fail than to look back and not have tried at all. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you fail, whatever. Like, you tried. I would much rather say, oh, yeah, I tried this new business idea. It didn't work out, but I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot about myself. Then be, like, 50 years old and be like, man, what if I would have just done that? Like, would my life be different now? And so that is totally, like, my motto. I feel like we're so aligned. (laughs) I know. I was literally, you took the words right out of my mouth. That was going to be the next thing I say, you know, because I always think it is so much better to say, Hey, I tried it. I did this than to sit and wonder. And that's what like any aspect of your life, you know, like it can apply to anything. Like it's just better to dive right in and instead of being at war with yourself. Yes, exactly. And if it's not meant to be, you'll find out soon enough. You don't have to sit there and wonder like, Oh, I wonder, you know, no, just try it. If it doesn't work, like whatever, try something new, like have fun with your life, like create experiences instead of just sitting around wondering, wishing and hoping, just go do it. You know, exactly. It's just like they say, it's better to ask um, forgiveness instead of permission. (laughs) That is me with like random stuff. (laughs) That's me booking trips. Like I literally (laughs) took trips and then I'm like, Hey, like I remember (laughs) my husband first started dating. Um, and luckily I have really cool parents who knew that I just could not be tamed. So like, I remember one time in college, I called my husband now, who was my boyfriend then. And I was like, Hey, I was just gonna let you know that I'm going to Europe next month and I'm staying all summer, but I'll be back in July. And like (laughs) the same thing for my parents too. Like I literally called them and said the same thing. I was like, 
hey, so I just wanted you to know, like I already booked it and it's paid for. So like, I can't undo this, but I will be in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, okay. I mean, what can yeah. we do? You know? <laughs> so, yep. That is total Katie move. I love it. So anyways, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I do have an ad. And it is for me, <laughs> Katie Maca <laughs> Photography. So if you are in need of a wedding photographer in 2021, I have about two to three days left, um, mainly in November and December, but just shoot me your date and I can let you know if I have it open. And then I am already booking for 2022 and I already am starting to book up for the year 2022. So if you're engaged and you're looking for a wedding photographer, let me know. All my packages come with a free engagement session and a free bridal consult, which I'm really proud of myself for because um, I offer a lot of services for free just to kind of help my brides out and make sure that everything their big day runs smooth. So if you guys have any questions about that, shoot me a message. If you want to become a right in and field skincare consultant or um, have any questions about the number one skincare in the USA, shoot me a message about that as well. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Lindsay, thank you for coming on. I knew we would vibe so well. <laughs> I was just proven right. Like, I love it. And thank you guys and tune in next week. See ya.